0: this week on Paranormally Speaking. Hey, this is Neil Parks, your regular host for Paranormally Speaking. I'm the only host, so I would be the regular host all the time. be talking today about alien abduction, the history of that phenomenon, as well as UFO sightings, close encounters of the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth kind, along with visitations from alien races, a history of that and the mystery of that. All on this episode of Paranormally Speaking. Are aliens real? One-third of Americans think alien UFOs have visited Earth. A new Gallup poll of 1,522 adults in the United States found that one-third of respondents believe extraterrestrial spacecraft are visiting Earth. When asked to choose between some UFOs, have been alien spacecraft visiting Earth from other planets or galaxies, and all sightings can be explained by human activity on Earth or natural phenomenon, 33% of all adults polled selected the first option. Demographic groups more likely to believe in visiting alien spaceships include the young, 18 to 29, non-college graduates, and the irreligious, which respondents in those categories trending toward 40%. But even with variations across demographic groups, no category fell below 27% of respondents describing some UFOs as alien spacecraft. The poll even found an interesting regional bump with people from the West far more likely to prefer the extraterrestrial hypothesis. Midwesterners, on the other hand, were most skeptical of aliens coming to this planet Belief in extraterrestrial vessels entering Earth's atmosphere was consistent across gender identity and within the margin of sampling error across some income groups. Now, while the majority of Americans don't believe aliens are visiting our planet, three-quarters believe that extraterrestrial life exists on other planets, with half of Americans going further and agreeing that people somewhat like ourselves exist elsewhere in the universe. The search for extraterrestrial life, as participated by scientists, has little to do with the UFO phenomena, with research projects like Breakthrough, listen focusing their search on stars and distant galaxies centers in a search of radio signals and optical laser transmissions. While the extraterrestrial explanation for the UFO aerial phenomena represents a substantial minority in the United States, a large majority agree that the government of the United States knows more about UFOs than what they are telling us. In 1996, 71% of these polls answered yes to the same description of a government withholding UFO disclosures. That figure remains consistent with 2019 at 68%, with results that Gallup describes as similar among all main demographic groups, including party identification. The results are surprising in light of widespread disclosures regarding military UFO programs and the political mainstreaming of the phenomenon, including former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid and Hillary Clinton, who repeatedly advanced the possibility of UFO disclosure during their 2016 presidential campaign. Blockbuster revelations around the Pentagon programs tracking ufos and descriptions from the navy of multiple ufo intrusions in the military airspace don't seem to have moved the needle nor has the storm the area 51 facebook meme which had more than one million people jokingly pledging to naturo run faster than military bullets to free the aliens purportedly held at the classified u.s air force base in nevada Meanwhile, actual UFO sightings are slightly higher than in previous polling years, from a low of 9% in 1978 and 1987 to 2019, with 16% of U.S. adults saying they've seen a UFO. You may ask yourself, Neil, have you had experiences with alien phenomenon, UFOs, otherworldly creatures, I can honestly say yes, I have. I've, on many occasions, have seen things in the sky that I can't explain. That doesn't make you crazy. That is the classic definition of an unidentified flying object, a UFO, something you see in the sky and cannot explain. Now, science may come along, or logical thinking, after the adrenaline rush of seeing a such a phenomenon may kick in later and you can have deductive reasoning skills as to what it was you saw, why it was there, and whether or not it was man-made or some sort of a supernatural phenomenon. But at the age of 13, when I was mowing the lawn, it was the season between spring and summer. It was actually a hot May. I was mowing the lawn at dusk trying to beat the sunset, and noticed a strange object in the sky over the horizon above this huge hilltop area that a local papermaking company had a tendency to go and reap the trees from the land to use for paper. So as I'm mowing the lawn, I'm watching this object in motion. It's a huge triangle shape with uh, beacon light in the center, that's not flashing, but it's this ominous blue, and each point of the triangle has its own lighting system, but the object in between the lights itself was just a mass black, and almost reflected, much like you would see if a mirror were painted black, and trying to reflect light itself, but it's just offering this, this slick look, almost a wet look, per se, and as I'm Stopping with the mowing, I'm I'm watching the object and I see three smaller objects shoot off from the center of it, spiral around it two times, and then land somewhere on that hilltop. And then the giant object, the triangle-shaped object with the bright lights, ascends into the clouds and completely disappears. Roswell. UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, The term close encounter was coined by American astronomer and UFOologist Joseph Allen Hynek from 1910 to 1986 in which he died. In his 1972 book, The UFO Experience, a scientific inquiry, Hynek proposed three types of close encounters. The first kind being the sighting of one or more UFOs at a distance of 500 feet or less. The second kind being a sighting of a UFO with an associated physical effect, for example, heat or electrical interferences, etc. Third kind, being a sighting of an animated being, presumably an alien, but not specifically defined as such. Since Hynek's original classification, several more types have been suggested, although these are not universally recognized. For example, Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind is uh, human abduction by an alien may also include voluntary experiences. The fifth kind, voluntary bilateral contact between humans and extraterrestrials. The sixth kind, death of a human or an animal associated with a UFO sighting. For example, catamutilations, they would certainly fall into that category. And the seventh kind, the creation of a human alien hybrid, either by sexual reproduction or by an artificial scientific method. This brings to mind an experience I had at the Mothman Festival, in which I appear as a guest speaker and uh, sell my books at this location in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. I'm sure a majority of my listening audience knows of or has heard of the Mothman phenomenon of the 1960s in Point Pleasant. And if you have not, then look through previous episodes. You'll find one where I'm talking about Mothman. And of course, I'll always mention Mothman from time to time. So you'll pick up little bits of it here and there. I was at my booth at this time This woman approached me And was talking about That she needed to see me And talk to me uh, separately from everyone else She had something to share So she tells me this story About how she's been abducted repeatedly Since she was a child <clears throat> Most recently Within the last year She had been abducted And impregnated By some kind of a procedure Used by these aliens that abducted her And that she was carrying the child almost to full term. And she had been to the doctor and listed uh, no father present. And had ultrasound pictures of said child. And then one day she wakes up in the middle of a field. She had been abducted the night before. Yet there was no trace of there ever being a baby in her stomach, according to her. And this was maddening for her. She went to experts she talked to a, a hypnotist and uh, unlocked some parts of herself that she never knew existed and a few years later ran into a child at a market or like a farmer's market or a grocery store I can't remember what she said but she said that she had a psychic connection with this child the child was about five or six years of age and looked deep into her eyes, the child looked into her eyes, and spoke to her telepathically and said, Mommy, I know it's you. I just want to let you know I'm okay. They have a plan for me. There's a greater purpose for me. That is why I'm not with you. Please don't worry about me. Live your life, and I'll always remember you. And she showed me the ultrasound pictures after this story and of course anyone could show you ultrasound pictures and you could have naturally miscarried the baby and then created this elaborate story just to cope with it that's entirely possible but the seriousness and the convictions of this woman and how truthfully she felt she felt that what she was telling me was absolute truth and she was very serious about it made direct eye contact very convincing it was a very convincing story uh, it's one that I share quite often with my audience. And I thought this would be a perfect time and opportunity to do so for you. So that is um, an abduction encounter I have experienced. I myself have never been abducted, thankfully. Uh, but that is a really awesome story to share. And it's one that I've brought up at many conventions and festivals I speak at. Um, but moving along. In addition, UFOologist. Ted Blochier has suggested seven subcategories for Close Encounters of the Third Kind. A, being a being which is witnessed inside a UFO. B, a being is witnessed both inside and outside a UFO. C, category, a being is witnessed in the vicinity of a UFO. Another subcategory, D, a being is observed without the presence of a UFO, but... UFO activity is reported in the area around the same time. E, as type D, but UFO activity is not reported in the area. F, no entity or UFOs are witnessed, but the subject experiences some kind of communication. G, abduction, the same as close encounter of the fourth kind. A possible eighth subcategory would be H. An alien is injured, captured, and or killed. Brings to mind... The Roswell Incident of 1947 in New Mexico. The phrase Close Encounters entered mainstream pop culture following the 1977 Steven Spielberg film Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which is a favorite of mine. Thanks to this film, most adults in the Western world associated the phrase with alien encounters. Even a few people can actually define the encounter types. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. I've always been a firm believer in extraterrestrials, alien life forms, whatever you wish to call them. It's something that's always fascinated me, something that I've researched heavily, read a lot about, and of course every movie pertaining to it, or television show, I absorb it like a sponge. It would be naive for us as a race of beings to believe that we're the only ones that can inhabit a planet in this vast universe. Space is ever-expanding, and it would be almost arrogant of us to think that we're the only ones. I firmly believe that God didn't bother to tell us everything, for a reason, of course. Uh, We can't have the same level of knowledge as him. We don't deserve it. We're not worthy of it. Uh, If you can refer back to Old Testament times with the Tower of Babel, man thought they could be as smart as God, be as all-knowing, and he destroyed that tower and cast the men inhabiting the formation of that tower, the occupants of that land to four corners of the world, changing their speech, their appearance, their skin tone, uh, therefore prohibiting them from communicating about such projects. So that in itself would be enough for me to continue onward with my research and investigation into alien life forms and phenomenon. It has been long thought that aliens have manipulated much of mankind's history. The ancient alien theory credits extraterrestrials with the construction of many of the world's ancient sites. Something that many do not give thought to is if this extraterrestrial influence still is shaping the world today. Some say that Earth has become the battleground for aliens who wish to advance their own political agenda. Another really crazy encounter I had one time dealt with uh, an evening after moving into our new home. It uh, was a wooded area across the hillside, shrouded in fog. And I'm taking one of our dogs out to go to her, do her evening leisurely stroll and bathroom duty. And as I'm walking up on the bank, I look over that hillside area and see six really Long, bright strands of light. Um, there was space in between each bright light, but it, it was long, looked almost the length of a football field, and it was just hovering there. And as I walked closer over that, close to that hillside, I looked further into the fog and uh, realized that there's nothing around it, nothing above or below it. The fog has completely shrouded that bank, that hillside, and those lights are emitting from it. So I run back to the house, tell my wife what I saw, explained to her that I think the mothership is here. She casually rolled her eyes and said, "It's probably just a bunch of street lights." I insisted that she walk out with me and take a look at this thing as well. So we go back to the place where I saw it in the beginning, and as we stand over the hillside, I was all prepared to shout at the top of my lungs to everyone who was watching or who could hear. Basically, see, I told you, they are here, they've always been here. But as the fog started to dissipate, you could clearly see on that hillside that those bright lights that were appeared to be interconnected with one another, uh, almost on a vessel or whatnot, uh, were in fact just giant uh, security lights adjoined to these houses that were along a strip on the top of that hill. So uh, it was a humbling experience. Uh, It was a real rush to begin with, but in the end I realized that not everything you see is an unidentified flying object. In fact, those objects were not flying. They were connected to very tall light posts. So in the end, kind of laughed it off. It was a very Mulder and Scully from the X-Files moment for me. Uh, Scully, of course, my wife being her uh, The one that keeps me from chasing the moon Thank God I've got her as my voice of reason So that concludes our show for this week I hope you enjoyed the brief storytelling And relaying of pretty neat current events Strange news Next week I'll have more to discuss And possibly a reading from one of the stories that I've written From one of the books that I've had published that's all. Hello, kids and adults in the listening audience. I'm Neil Parks, award-winning author and paranormal expert. I'd like to wish all of you a very happy Halloween. You are listening to Big Bad Daddy Wolf's Halloween special on 96.6, The Wolf. If you'd like to learn more about me, then you need to get to Google and search at The Neil Parks or my Bookstore website which is www.lulu.com slash spotlight slash neilparks. Thanks. Now moving on to a really fun topic, alien abduction. The term alien abduction or abduction phenomenon describes subjectively real experiences of being secretly kidnapped by non-human figures or aliens and subjected to physical and psychological experimentation. Most scientists and mental health professionals explain these experiences by factors such as suggestibility, false memory syndrome, sleep paralysis, deception, and psychopathology. Skeptic Robert Schaefer sees similarity between the aliens depicted in science fiction films, in particular Invaders from Mars, and some of these reported to have actually abducted people. People claiming to have been abducted are usually called abductees or experiencers. Typical claims involve forced medical examinations that emphasize the subject's reproductive systems. Abductees sometimes claim to have been warned against environmental abuse and the dangers of nuclear weapons in the process. The contents of the abduction narrative often seem to vary with the home culture of the alleged abductee. Reports of the abduction phenomenon have been made around the world, but are most common in English-speaking countries, especially the United States. The first alleged alien abduction claim to be widely publicized was the Betty and Barney Hill abduction of 1961. Paranormal The word paranormal denotes experiences that are outside the norm and beyond scientific explanation. Even so, these events from supernatural phenomena to extrasensory perception to ghosts, aliens, and UFOs take on a life of their own in pop culture. That's where live science comes in. The reporters dig into the latest paranormal news to debunk and even explain the science of what's really causing the seemingly supernatural. Related topics to this, that being aliens, religion, life's little mysteries, so on and so forth, live science is an excellent resource to go through. And that's all the time we have for today. Tune in next time for more in-depth information, bizarre stories, really weird out-of-this-world current events. And information on where I'll be, what I'm up to, what I plan to do next, what I'm currently writing, and the status of my latest book. Thank you.